If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bowes. In this episode, we're catching up with the early roles of Bollywood powerhouse Amitabh Bachchan. First up, Bachchan plays a doctor who befriends a terminal but upbeat cancer patient, played by Rajesh Khanna, in Rishikesh Mukherjee's 1971 drama, Anand. Then Bachchan follows a wannabe actress-turned-murder witness, Aruna Arani, on a bus trip to Goa in... Director S. Ramanathan's Bombay to Goa, from 1972. Before we begin, we would like to respectively acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, traditional lands of First Nations and Métis people. Matt, we are finally returning to your pet project. Yep. I'm sorry that it's taken us this long to release another episode in our Bakchan series. You've been bugging me for a while now. I'm sorry we had to watch these two movies. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really like either of them at all. So Fair enough. So a while back, we released an episode covering 76 to 78. That was the first one that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and where... then we went backwards ever since. <laughs> yes, and then we went backwards. Well, that that was the first one we, that we did, and then we thought, oh, we should try and, and see a film from... From every year. We cover Kabi Kabi, um, Amar Akbar Anthony, and Dawn. Mm-hmm. So that was a fun time. Yeah, and those then are all good. we did 73 to 75 two years ago. You really have been bugging me about this for a while. Yeah, I have been bugging you about this. Uh, and in that episode, we did um, Namak Haram, Banam, and Millie. Uh, so we're finally going back and covering uh, 71 and 1972. Unfortunately, we can't really do much earlier than that. We mentioned this in the last episode, yeah. but 69 and 70, we're having a really tough time. Well, to be fair, he's only in one movie in 1970, and he's not really in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not really one of his It's, it's a, not really it's his It's a film. Merchant Ivory movie called Bombay Talkie. Yeah. Not, as opposed to Bombay Talkies. And... Yeah, he's not in it that much. And 69, he's the narrator for a Renal Sen film, right? Yeah. And he's also in a movie called Sat Hindustani? Yes, he is. Um, it, that's Which his is first... seven, seven Hindustanis, right? Yeah, that's, that's his first yeah. on-screen appearance. He is one of the seven Hindustanis. Yeah. Uh, we can't find that film anywhere. Well, we can find pretty beat-up versions on YouTube. Like, yeah. even, even if we wanted to go illegal on it, we can't find it with English subtitles. Exactly. Which, I mean... It's a Hindi film. It's not for English audiences. I get it. But it's kind of weird that for such a huge star, his first movie is not being taken care of that well. But, I mean, Sholay is not taking care of that well either. So exactly. it's it's really kind of irritating. Yeah. So before we get to all of that and we kind of pick up with the, the Bakhtan series that we started and then uh, 
put to the side for a while. And two now, years we did. <laughs> now we're two years. I say it every episode, like, "Hey, let's do another botch on." You're like, "Oh no, let's watch this." <laughs> <laughs> um, we will not um, neglect our Anil Kapoor series for yes. as long. <laughs> yes, it should take less time because it's only with like three movies per decade. Yes, uh, I think we can commit to you know. Making sure we don't go two years again before. Well, we're getting into like episode. disco late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And some interesting stuff happens to the actor at that time too. Yeah. So I think yeah. we got lots of good stuff ahead of us. So before we get to discussing Bakchan, uh, his early roles in these two films, uh, we have a review. Yeah. The system works, Matt. We it asked did. for a review and we got one. Sosa is going to be getting some biffle points. Mm. Uh, for their five-star review. Oh, thank you. Uh, on the Apple Podcasts USA store. Mm. Uh, and Sosa says, Oi, five stars. Please review Oi, Lucky, Lucky, Oi. It is one of my favorite films, and in my opinion, Dipakar Banerjee's best, and no one talks about it. Also, you guys do a really, really good job. Never stop. Well, thank you, Sosa. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, we do want to watch some more Dipakar Banerjee, just because yeah. we liked um, his bits in the talkies series so much and we've liked all the films we've seen from him like beyond Bakshi. yeah so he's shooting up the list of guys we want to feature because also i feel like we could knock off a fair amount of the filmography yeah yeah so it's not going to be our next episode but it is going to be our episode after that yeah so um, you win soza we did it we yeah. did your bidding yeah and we're gonna we're gonna discuss oi oi lucky oi See, listeners, see what a five-star review can do for you? <laughs> we will immediately do your bidding. Well, not immediately. We have another episode planned. We will We will do your bidding in a reasonable amount of time. And also, <laughs> we're going on vacation in April, so sometime after April. Yes, but we have some exciting stuff lined up for when we're on vacation in April, so yeah. I'm excited for that. Yes, podcast never sleeps. <laughs> well, we will, we will be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt, before we get to that, we have mm-hmm. to discuss the 65th Film Verity awards that oh were handed out just a couple days ago. I saw that this was kind of a blowout. It is, yeah. So as as you know, I love awards shows and I love awards. Um, I certainly take all awards with a grain of salt, including the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of like the self-congratulatory aspect of movie awards. This is what the film industry wants to put forth. Exactly, exactly. So, And in the Oscars case, they want to appear more, you know, Culture. international. <laughs> and it, yeah, so that, that's that's undeniably a good thing. Yes. Uh, they so, didn't put Gully Boy on there, which they should have. Yeah. It should have yeah. been in the five. Yeah, but it's hard to, to make the five. To make up for the lack of Gully Boy nomination at the Oscars, <laughs> the Filmfare Awards sure noticed Gully Boy. It had the most nominations with 19. And Is that, that's a lot. Do you want to know how, <laughs> how many awards do they even do? I don't know. Uh, do you want to know how many it, it walked away with? I'm going to guess 13. 13 awards. Pretty good. Uh, so it won Best Film. Good. It beat out Chichori, Mission Mongol, Yuri the Surgical Strike, and War. I'm impressed hmm. War was up for best film. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I will say... Where's Article 15? <laughs> well, it, Article 15 does show up later, but I and agree. Sanchiria. And Sanchiria. And yeah. 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 Uh, Zoya... Now I found a whole new academy to get annoyed at. <laughs> Zoya Akhtar won... Well, it's, they don't have an academy per se. Sure. One day we should do an episode. The Filmy Fraternity. About the film for awards. Uh, since we mentioned them every episode. Uh, Best Director went to Zoya Akhtar for Gully Boy, Mm well-deserved. She was up against You're the Surgical Stripe, Mission Mangal, Chichore, and War again. Yeah, that's pretty similar. (laughs) Yeah. 
Ranveer Singh took Best Actor, unsurprisingly. Of course. Uh, he beat out Akshay Kumar in Kasari, Ayushman Karana in Bala, Rithik Roshan in Super 30, Shahid Kapoor in Kabir Singh. Good. And Vicky Koshal in Yuri the Surgical Strike. Yeah. I have to say, I was happy to see that Kabir Singh did not get nominations for Best Film or yeah. Best Director. Like, it got some nominations, but it, it, did, yeah. it did get quite shit out. So. Eat a dick, Kabir Singh. I don't care. <laughs> Alia Bhatt won Best Actress for her role in Gully Boy. Good. Um, this is a weird mixed bag of nominations. So she was up against uh, Kanagana Ranawit for Manakarnika, the Queen of Jhansi, which I thought was terrible. And uh, she didn't get up for Best Director for that one, huh? No. <laughs> no, she didn't. Uh, Karina Kapoor Khan for Good News, which I thought she was quite good on that. Uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas for The Sky is Pink. Hmm. Uh, Interesting I'm, choice. I'm surprised yeah. that there's not more, that The Sky is Pink didn't get more nominations. Foreign actor I thought it was probably should good. have gotten yeah, Best or, too. Yeah. Or a Best Film or Best Director. Um, I thought it was quite good, so I was surprised to see that you know, it, it didn't an, show up in, in those categories. Is there an award for Best 90s Clothing? Because it did it. <laughs> uh, I think there is a costume costume award, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Rani Mukherjee for Mardani 2. Sure. And Vidya Balan for Mission Mongol. <laughs> I mean, I guess I say it's a weird mixed bag, but really it's just kind of got around it where I'm like, really? You know, you might use that to describe a lot of things about Kanga and Ronowit, actually. Yeah. Uh, Best Supporting Actor also went to Gully Boy. Like, again, it... it for Vijay Verma? It, it cleaned up. It won the six biggest awards that it possibly could. Vijay no, Verma? No, Vijay Verma was nominated. Oh, is it for Vijay Raz? It's for Sidant Chaturvedi. Yeah. Um, MC Share. MC Share. Not his dad or not his buddy, though. Because yeah. those are also pretty strong supporting performances. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he beat out Vijay Verma. Uh, Dilji Tashaj for Good News, which I'm, I'm happy to see Dilji get in there. I love mm-hmm. him. Uh, Golshan Devaya in Mard Kodard Nahihota, uh, the double role as uh, the karate guy in Jimmy. He was good. He's very good. That's yeah. a good. That's a good pick. Manoj Pawa from Article 15 and Ranveer Shuri for Santeria. So there's where we're starting to see that's some strong. of yeah, that's some, some of, of our, the films our that we really yeah. liked. In addition to Gully Boy, we hmm. really liked Gully Boy as well. Uh, Best supporting actress went to Amruta Sapash for Gully Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she beat out Amrita Singh for Budla. I love Amrita Singh, but yeah, I don't know if Budla was the, like the most interesting role. Wait, who, which which supporting actress was it in Golly Boy? That is mom? Yeah. And it wasn't Kalki Kokla? No. That's odd. No. Well, I mean, she was very good. She was good, but I, I thought Kalki Kokla was kind of... The like archetypal supporting performance, like she shows up for like right. fifteen minutes, I think, and kind of dominates the story for a bit, and then leaves. I think people have a mixed reaction to that character in that role. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So as I mentioned, Arita Singh for Badla, Kamini Koshal for Kabir Singh, which I believe is Kabir Singh's grandmother. Yes. Oh right, yeah. Okay. Um, which is like kind of a nothing role. Yeah, she. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's it, in a. Talk about being in the movie for not very long. Like, she's in it for like 10 minutes. Yes. I, I, no disrespect to Kamini Koshal, but I feel like she got that nomination because she's such a legend. Yeah. She likes her grandson, that's for sure. Yeah. Madhuri Dixit in Kalank. Love Madhuri Dixit, but if it was for she didn't best, really get to do much in Kalank. Like, best dance sequence in yeah. a boring movie, maybe. Seema Pawa in Bala and Zyra Wasim in The Sky is Pink. Strong choice, Zyra Wasim. Uh, so the debut awards, 
interestingly, Satanach Chaturvedi was nominated for Best Male Debut okay. for Gully Boy, but he lost to Abhimanyu Dasani for Marco Dard Nahihota. Oh, is that that's, that's the main nice. guy? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that's that. That's nice, yeah. yeah. Um, Ayana Pande won for Student of the Year 2. Great. Uh, I'll never see her again, probably. Uh, no, I still haven't seen her once. She's been in some stuff. I don't think I've seen anything with her in it. Um, since the end of the year, too, she was in uh, Patty Patchney or Woe, well, which I'm I didn't like. Skipped, yeah. But I, I do, I do like her. Okay. Um, so. Well, let me guess. She gonna be in Boggy Three, a movie I'm gonna be forced to watch for this podcast and get angry about it again. Uh, no, I don't think she is in Boggy Three. Good. It's just Shrada. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's in Boggy Three. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, I'm preemptively getting annoyed because people are going to want us to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, best debut director went to Aditya Dar for Yuri the Surgical Strike. Interesting. Um, the other films up for best debut director were Mission Mangal, Sad Ki Ankh, Dream Girl, Good News, and Mardani 2. You know, that's a pretty good list. Yeah, I probably would have gotten Good News. Mm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I should get you to watch that and tell me if I'm out to lunch on my appreciation of that film. Um, the script awards, the writing awards. There's an award for best story, best screenplay, and best dialogue. Um, I would love to understand the difference between all of these. Uh, I mean, screenplay and dialogue. <laughs> dialogue you can drill down to. Maybe yeah. it's like most realistic dialogue or just... Yeah. I'm not sure. And they're, they didn't all go to Gully Boy. Hmm. So Zoya Akhtar and Rima Kakti won Best Screenplay for Gully, Gully Boy. And Vijay Moria won Best Dialogue for Gully Boy. But Best Story went to Abhinav Sinha and Gaurav Solanki for Article 15. So people who are good more in the know understand the differences there. Maybe that's adapted versus uh, not adapted? Uh, no, it's just Best Story, Best Screenplay, Best Dialogue. And Gully Boy was nominated for Best Story. It's adapted, though. So is Article 15. But they're... Nominated for best story and best screenplay. Those same. Things. I know, but like maybe like best story is the best one between adapted <laughs> and non-adapted. I don't know. There's no difference between adapted and original. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, the other films that received a lot of nominations here were Sancharia and Mission Mangal, Chichore, and uh, Mardko Dard Nahihota got Wonderful a story film. nomination. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so- want to see the next movie by that guy. Yeah. So I'm not going to go into like the minute detail on all the rest of the awards, but I will mention that Gully Boy also won Best Music Director, Best Lyricist. Uh, Was it Gilzar that did the lyrics for his raps, I think? uh, They won for Apna Time Aiga, which is Divine and Angkor Tawari. Right. Yeah. But his raps like were done by a poet. Um, I, I believe some of it was done by Javed Akhtar. Oh, right. Javed Akhtar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, so the Critics Awards, best film was split between Article 15 and Santeria. So there we go. We okay. agree with that. Yeah. Um, the other films that were nominated were Mard, Ko, Dard, Nahihota, The Sky is Pink, and Photograph. Those are all strong. All good. Um, best actor went to Ayush Mankarana for Article 15, mm-hmm. Keep It Up, Nawazuddin Siddiqui, and Photograph, Rajkumar Rao in Judgmental Haikaya, um, which I mean... It's that's a that's kind of a movie that's all over the place, but he was very good in it. Um, and actually, kind of in Section Three Seven Five, a movie you thought was terrible. Um, I don't know if I thought it was terrible. I had a I 
I don't know what I'm supposed to make of that film. Mm-hmm. Um, Best Actress was also split between Topsy Panu and Bumi Pendekar, both for Saad Ki Ankh. Weird. Um, weird. What? Yeah, that's a weird choice to what? me. There's so many be- <laughs> more good acting. Perf- but okay. I, like I haven't the- seen that movie, but there's so many like standout actress performances that year. Yeah. Where's Priyanka? I like the fact that they were nominated as a pair, though, something I always think should have happened um, at the Oscars. With for- Thelma and Louise? Yeah, with Thelma Louise. I didn't know you could do that. Well, I mean, the film fair, you can do whatever you want to the wow. film fair awards. Wow. Uh, they beat out Kangana Ranawet for Jetamoto Haikaya, Radhika Madan for Mardko Dard Nahihota, Bumi Pendekar for Sajaria. So Bumi Pendekar beat out herself, hmm. um, and Sanya Meholtra for Photograph. You know, it's got to be kind of happy making for the Mardko Dard team that, like, they're on the list in so many categories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for kind of like a. Very outside of Bollywood type movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gully Boy also got production design and cinematography. Yuri the Surgical Strike took editing uh, as well as sound design. Best background score went to Gully Boy. Costumes, which you were interested in. Uh, so the nominees were Photograph, Manakarnika, The Queen of John C., Lal Captain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Judgmental High Kaya and Gully Boy. No Kalak, huh? No Kalank, but it went to Santeria, hmm. which uh, I I love that film. Uh, and yeah, I, the costumes were very good. It's just interesting that, that that's where it got signaled out. I mean, maybe it's just like super accurate as to what people back then were wearing. Yeah, maybe. Um, best action went to war. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair enough, though it would have been nice to see it go to Mardko, Dard, and Ahihota, which probably had the best action. Um, Santeria was also nominated there. Santeria had great gunfights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Gully Boy walked away with 13. Article 15 with 3. Yuri the Surgical Strike with 3. War with 3. Kalank with 2. And 2 for Santeria. Hmm. Yeah. Santeria was nominated for 11, so... Maybe if Santeria ended up on a better streaming service, more people would be able to catch up with it. Maybe. Again, I find it interesting that it was one of the most nominated films. Um, both it and Article 15 were nominated for 11 films. But it wasn't nominated for the for like best film or best director or a lot of acting. It was script and then a lot of below the line. Hmm. So that that's interesting to me. I, I I don't know why they would ever look it for those other words. But then again, as people are constantly reminding us, the film for awards are biased and corrupt and et cetera, et cetera. But I still like film awards. Everything's so. biased and corrupt. <laughs> look out the window. That building they're building across the street, that building's corrupt. Is it? Probably. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so do you have any any thoughts on any of this? I mean, I'm happy that we... We didn't watch the ceremony. One of no. these years we should. We're kind of in line with the critics' take. I mean... We well, love we Gully, love Gully, we love Gully Boy. Boy, but also the critics' takes were kind of close to things we like too. Well, so it's nice to know that we're all kind of in the same ballpark. Except for San Kiong. San Kiong. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's a. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot to like here. There's. I think was at times I thought it was a weak year for Bollywood and at the end though. Yeah. There's some stuff that came yeah. out right at the end. Obviously, Gully Boy dominated, but I think there was also some solid films that, you know. Sky's Paint, Good back News, at the awards. November, and War. War kind of came out of nowhere and like made it into a fun year. Yeah. So yeah. It, it ended up being a better year than it seemed like at summertime, yeah. per se. Uh, so that brings us to the topic of this episode, which is Amitabh Bachchan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he debuted in 1969 as the narrator in Mirnao Sen's 
Vuvan Shome. Which we have watched a little bit of on YouTube, but again, no subtitles. Yeah. So it seems very arty, actually. Yes, Miranelson is very much a parallel film director. Yeah. Um, he's, he's more in that vein. Uh, one many awards and you know was respected by the film community around the world you know that seems like uh, something that eclipse picks up you know he yes he passed away recently and it's been hard to find his films i know a bunch of them were streaming there were kind of restored versions streaming on amazon prime uh in the uk but i don't know if they were available in canada he's a director mm-hmm. i would like to catch up with or movie this seems like a movie type thing oh yeah yeah for sure they'll do a week of him you know yes um, so Bakhtan's first on-screen appearance was in Kawaja Ahmad Abbas's Satir Dustani, which we discussed. Um, does not count as his like first feature role because it was, you know, a, a, a big cast of seven different people. Yeah. Um, so still a supporting role. Uh, though these days, when you go to the Wikipedia page for the film, the poster is like it's just his a picture face. of his face. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was you know his first film. Um, his only role in 1970 is in James Ivory's Bombay Talkie, where he's playing himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we considered watching that film, but we didn't think it was really worth the time for what is a small role. Yeah, same thing with uh, Goody, the movie I yes. mentioned last week. Yes. Um, he had five films in 1971, um, though one of them was a special appearance. I believe that's Goody. Uh, and then nine films in 1972, though four of them are smaller roles or voice roles. Like, from the beginning of his career, people zeroed in on the fact that he's a great voice and that mm-hmm. he makes an excellent narrator. We still see him narrating films today. And he will narrate basically anything you ask him to, so... <laughs> he's got a great voice. Yeah. Um, so among these early years, Anand and Bombay to Goga were his biggest hits. So we are covering the two biggest ones. And he's... Definitely a supporting actor in both of those. Well, Bombay to Goa is considered his first starring role, but weird. We, can, we can potentially debate that. That's weird, man. Um, his early years, those kind of 14-ish films or so, again, like less if you take out cameos and, and, and the narration, um, they did moderately well. These are the two biggest ones. And then in 1973 with Zangir, that's the big turning point for him. A mm-hmm. uh, film we haven't been able to see. Uh, both Zangir and Dewar are high on our to-watch list. And if everyone ever finds copies of them with English subtitles that are available legally, let us know because we'd really like to see them. It's hard to keep up with all the different YouTube channels for production companies yeah. and which ones are legit or not. So, Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to know, you know, we have how many different streaming services at this point that we rely on, um, like six. Mm-hmm. And so, and movies are getting added and taken away all the time. And so sometimes, sometimes we, we just think it's impossible to find something and it eventually pops up on a streaming service. Or sometimes it was hidden over in a streaming service somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately for a lot of these, DVDs and Blu-rays are kind of, hard to come by or cost prohibitive to get mm-hmm. um, and we don't know what the transfer is going to be like or if they're going to have subtitles so yeah it is it is what it is and that's kind of one of the realities of being a fan of Bollywood and wanting to really engage with older Bollywood and not speaking Hindi yeah and not speaking Hindi so uh, yeah we're going to be discussing his first kind of two major roles mm-hmm. um and yeah i think we'll get to that after the break i think it's time for interval yeah so here is our interval song which is 
Bombigo, bum, bombigo. Yeah, it's the title song from Bombay to Go, which I think got stuck in our, both of our heads. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bop. It's a bop. Hi, y'all. This is Ryan from the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm just a guy that loves slow-smoked southern barbecue. I love eating it, I love cooking it, and I really love talking about it. I want to help grow the barbecue culture here in Alberta, and this podcast is a great way for me to share the stories of the people involved in the barbecue community, like restaurant operators and competitive barbecue cooks. Along the way, I also visit with other folks like farmers, distilleries, breweries, and anything of interest to barbecue people. A new episode comes out every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Keep on smoking, folks. What? You never heard of That's Food? You know it's a good podcast, right? That's Food is a new podcast from CGSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station. Handmade with love by universities of Alberta students. Telling the backstory to food in Edmonton, one meal at a time. I come from a big bread family, so like toast on toast on toast probably with maybe a different item you can toast. There's lots out there that's happening in Edmonton. I mean, we are not a sleepy city like most people think. I mean, we have stuff going on all the time, which is exciting, right? That's so tough. It's hard to pick. Pick just one flavor. But you can always pick birthday cake. But you can, always birthday. Pick, you can always pick birthday cake mm-hmm. on your birthday. On your birthday. Yeah. This podcast explores a wide range of topics on food, ranging from interviews with influential food people to a deep dive into classic Edmonton meals. We'll be coming out with seven episodes. But who's this podcast for? People who are interested in stories of Edmonton, or food in Edmonton, or both. Especially broad uni students who go to events for food. Basically every day, bruh. It's every day, bro. You can find us at That's Food on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And on our website, that'sfood.transistor.fm. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at That's Food CGSR. New episodes drop weekly starting February 10th. But is it food? That's, That's food. food! So that was Bombay Goa. Bombay to Goa from Bombay to Goa. <laughs> yeah. You know. Pretty straightforward. It is. It's. It's a. It, they started in Bombay and they go to Goa. <laughs> it got stuck in my head. I. I like that song. Yeah. And plus, it was easy for us to sing along as people who don't speak Hindi. Yeah. <laughs> we know those two places. Yeah. Uh, so Anand came out in 1971 and is directed by Rishikesh Mukherjee, and he directed Millie, didn't he? And N- Namakaram. Yeah. So we've seen a few of his films in this series so far. Yeah, they're largely about kind of the middle class. Middle class and. Melodramas. Yeah. Yeah. So Anand features Rajesh Khanna as the main character, uh, Amitabh Bachchan, Sumita Sanyal, Ramesh Deo, and Seema Deo. And features a uh, kind of cameo appearance by Johnny Walker, which yeah. we're kind of happy to see, although he was looking a little rough. He's Yeah. He had kind of red eyes. He, he was looking old. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a big hit at the box office and Bachchan's first big hit. Considered a must-see by many people. Yeah. People love this movie. Yeah, it's on Amapama Chopra's list of movies to see before you die and a lot of other Well, I could die now. Thanks, Amapama. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have watched it. I mean, if I 
With those lists, like if you don't watch all the movies, can you never die? I, I <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. Hmm, okay. Uh, this movie won five Filmfare Awards, including Best Film, Best Actor, and Best Supporting Actor. It also won the Best Feature Film in Hindi at the National Film Awards. Yes, so Bakhtan did win for Best Supporting Actor. Nice, yeah. yeah. He's definitely a supporting actor, even though he's the narrator again yeah. in the movie, and kind of the framing stories about him, although they never returned to the framing story, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, at least not in the version that we saw. We've become right. aware that some, and I mean, we've we've come across this before, like when we watched Madame X. Uh, some Kiladi. of the copies of these films that are available on streaming are edited, are cut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we saw both of these on Amazon Prime. And the runtimes were roughly equivalent to what we thought they would be. But, you know, who knows if something was snipped here or there just because these are not necessarily in the greatest shape, and they might have not had usable footage. Yeah, let us know if you've seen the ending of Anand, and after, spoiler alert, Anand dies, like, does it go back to the book festival? Because I was very <laughs> interested in the book festival. <laughs> of course you were interested in the book festival. Yeah, it's my job. <laughs> I like book festivals. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this movie starts off at a book festival. Mm-hmm, it does. And people are like outside the book festival complaining about the book festival. They were, which is funny because on Twitter, I've also seen people complain. I think it's the Jaipur Literary Festival. Mm. They've complained about that and said it's all it's all big stars and, uh, <laughs> you know, no one cares about new authors, which is very interesting because I work in an industry where no one cares about any author. So, <laughs> you know, I would be happy if we had a book festival that was too corporate. Mm. Um, like slash and complain about job. <laughs> Um, but at this book festival, Amitabh Bachchan is there um, receiving an award for his book, which he wrote about his friend Anand. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's not actually a very good author. He just took good notes. Mm. And it came from his diary of hanging out with Anand. So we go into the story of the book slash Anand's life. Yeah, the whole film is in flashback. Yeah. And so we know from the get-go that Anand passes away. Yeah, well, I think Amitabh Bachchan's an oncologist, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he plays an oncologist who is summoned to his friend Prakash's place mm-hmm. who runs a hospital. He says, you got to meet this guy. Like, you know, he's an interesting case, and uh, he's got uh, lymphosarcoma of the intestine, mm-hmm. right? And Bachchan, as a doctor, he's very much invested in trying to heal the poor. Yes. Um, there's no money in it, but he cares very deeply for those who are less fortunate. And one of his colleagues <laughs> treats like the imaginary illnesses of the rich, takes their money, and so then he can fund <laughs> yeah. um, treating the poor. So this film has kind of an interesting perspective about the right to healthcare. Yeah, and it's also how close do you get to your patients, right? Because yeah. as an oncology doctor... <laughs> Um, a doctor like Bachchan would be called upon to have very difficult conversations with patients on a routine basis. And how much do you want to give them hope? How much do you want to, you know, lay it on them straight? Like, that would be pretty tricky, I think. Mm -hmm. But he meets Anand, who is this very charismatic guy who's come up to Bombay. And, you know... He's just kind of a charmer, right? Mm-hmm. But before uh, he comes in, Prakash tells uh, Bachchan that he's got six months to live. And they all kind of just become friends. Yeah. Like, Anand starts staying at Prakash's hospital, but he moves out and moves into Amitabh Bachchan's house. Bachchan lives by himself with his uh, um, butler, I guess, or his helper, his mm-hmm. servant. And he doesn't want to get married. 
I think it was difficult to figure this out according to the subtitles, although the transfer of the film was very nice. It looked good. Mm -hmm. But, like, you get the sense that, like, he's very serious about his job and he doesn't want to, like, bring someone else into it because he's kind of a depressed guy, right? Yeah, he's very kind of serious and a workaholic um, and doesn't really have the sense of humor until kind of his experiences with Rajesh Khanna and Anand kind of like makes his emotions come to the forefront. But it's like he doesn't want to become less serious because it's yeah it would be detrimental to his work, right? Yeah, like because sure. he has to have these difficult conversations mm-hmm. all the time, so he doesn't want to come off too happy with like his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, but there is a girl that he quite likes that he yeah. treated for pneumonia. That comes up a little later, but yeah. he Anna moves in and then Anand kind of teaches him to. Be more interested in to live, to enjoy life. life. Yeah, this is one of those movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very much is. Um, on very has... much, dying people teach us how to live. Which I just said, you know, when we were talking about the sky is pink, is kind of a um, a class of film that I really like. But but this, I don't know. Well, where this differs from the sky is pink is that Zaire Wasim's character is actually not that big of a character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's mostly about. Fire and Akhtar and Priyanka Chopra and how their relationship with their daughter, mm-hmm. but mostly between the two of them, changes over the years and morphs and there's various difficulties put on it. And they, they actually like evolve as people. Like it goes way past mm-hmm. her death, right? Yeah, it does. And you get to see their relationship as the main focus. Whereas in this movie, it's all on and all the time. Yeah, yeah. And and how he, he touches people's life with his joyful innocence and his lack of fear over death yeah and it it is there is a little bit of a darker aspect to him too that's sort of hinted at but he plays it away from that Mm -hmm. because he likes to record conversations with people as Mm -hmm. you might if you're dying you might want to hear them after they leave Mm -hmm. um but he recorded a conversation with his bengali girlfriend who was married to someone else um i think he was he came over from calcutta right possibly I don't, I don't remember where he came from, but he was dating a Bengali girl who was also married. And he really doesn't want to talk about this. Like, once um, once Prakash's wife or Bachan's girlfriend, they're kind of interchangeable, unfortunately. Um, once the woman in the room figures out that he's been recording conversations, it's creepy. But also, this guy's cheating. Like, he's sleeping with some other man's wife. Mm-hmm. Like, there's kind of a weird aspect to this guy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was, it was kind of a weird movie. It, yeah, it feels it's very slight. Um, even though the lighting was bad. Yeah, even though it's kind of about these big issues, it felt very much like a soap opera. Yes. Um, you know, going back to the the melodrama that we were talking about, Mukherjee being very good at. I don't know about. I, just, I don't know a lot about stage four cancer patients, but like up until. The very last 10 minutes of the movie, he's fine. Yeah, you don't really see a lot of um, treatment or, or him deteriorating. Uh, I think people really like this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I certainly I certainly don't want to rip it apart or anything. And I, I did enjoy aspects of it. But I think Rajesh Khanna's whole kind of like childlike innocence in face of death thing is something that 
doesn't always work for me. We've seen this in a lot of movies. Yeah. Um, when we first started watching it, you said like, oh, it's like Patch Adams if Patch Adams were the patient instead of the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think is... I mean, I think that comparison has limitations. They're very different films. But on the surface, uh, you know, I, I think you're right. And I hate Patch Adams. And maybe a more charitable uh, comparison would be Awakenings. Right. I do like Awakenings. I like Awakenings, too. And it's... Yeah. It's about people who have been in, not comas, but they're like in a vegetative state. Yeah. And they find this new drug, L-Dopa, yeah. that can kind of wake them up and like make them into people again. Yeah, so Robert De Niro, yeah, he kind of functions similarly um, in that film as, as Rajesh kind of does here, where he kind of like, yeah, has this... He tells like, the doctor, like, hey, you gotta like find a girlfriend or... He has you know, this childlike innocence in face of, you know, very serious illness. I don't know, but... Uh, Anand is innocence, for right. sure. In Awakenings, it's more like, you're only alive for so long. You have to do as much stuff as you can. Yeah. Right? Like, go get laid. Go find a <laughs> girlfriend. Go get in a fist fight or get drunk or, like, do all this stuff that you think you have time to do because you actually might not have time mm-hmm. to do it. I, like, his character, I think he goes into a coma when he's, like, 515 or something yeah. and he wakes up and he's 40. That's why he's so Like, it's a innocent. nightmare. Yeah. And in this one... Anand is late mid thirties, maybe. Yeah. Like he's he's pretty young still, but he just he has a death sentence. Yeah. And he's wanting to go out there, just do all this stuff. And he functions primarily, you know, to encourage the people who will live to embrace life more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And write a best selling novel about it. Yeah, which is you know, which is a function of these 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 kind of these films about um, terminal illness that you know I, I talked about liking the teen weepies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I think maybe the success of this film lies quite heavily on how you how you take Rajesh Khanna's performance. One hundred percent. Yeah, everyone else is basically okay. It's do you like him or not? Although, like, we should you know this is an Avatar Bachchan episode, so we should talk about Bachchan. He's got a great look here. He's obviously very young, Mm -hmm. um, very handsome, very young for a like an oncologist (laughs) who has his own practice. He's Pretty young, but I quite liked his reserved attitude. Um, I think I think he does a good job with the performance. This is one of the movies so far in this cycle, and lots of other movies we've seen with him in it, where he's not a genie. But like, <laughs> this is one of those movies that plays off of his kind of poetry background. Yeah, like he, you know, he's a doctor, but he has the soul of a poet. Mm-hmm. Or he's in. Kabi Kabi, and he runs a business, but he also has the soul of a poet. Yeah. And this uses that kind of like, oh, he's the sort of person who kind of is a deep thinker and wants to, you know, leave a mark on history by imagine, like allowing people to dream for a moment or that kind of thing. He has a rich intellectual life. He does. He, a rich inner life. You get that sense with him always, though. Yeah. Like this guy, like, yeah, he might be, you know, getting in a fist fight and running a uh, drug cartel or whatever, but like. You know, there's something else going on behind those eyes. He's a very kind of soulful person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this uses that well. Um, I think Millie maybe did it a bit better. But yeah. uh, it it kind of uses that aspect of Bachchan. What did you think about what this film has to say about healthcare? Um, well, I was wondering while watching this how common chemotherapy became mm. in India, which we don't really know. No. but. When you're stage four, I don't know if it's really going to help you that much. So, I mean, it presents a very um, commercial-based healthcare industry, which 
we are pretty insulated against here in Canada, thankfully. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see, um, yeah, a healthcare system where, where, and I mean, it's not necessarily not this way in Canada, but where the upper class, where rich people have more access um, to healthcare. And take then, up the time of healthcare professionals yeah. with bullshit claims. Yeah, than um, than lower class people. That I mean, regardless of our universal healthcare, that still happens here. Yeah. Um, Especially in Alberta. Yeah, but healthcare is something I think you know Canadians are very proud of our universal healthcare. Um, and yet they keep voting in governments that want to destroy it. <laughs> yes, this is true. Um, so it was just it was interesting to see those. Um, just the, how the film articulates the the issues around healthcare and who has access. I mean, you um, don't really see much in the way of actual healthcare, though. Like, Prakash readies a needle at one point, but his hospital is almost more of a hospice. Yeah. Right? Like, it doesn't seem like a hospital. It just seems like a nice house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. We don't, like, for a medical drama, there's not a lot of medical. <laughs> no. I think we see, there's the nurse who really likes him. Like, everyone really likes yeah. this guy. But these doctors, you know, I... I the the, per, the portrayal of, of of doctors here and healthcare professionals I, I thought was valuable again how they they care more about trying to help those less fortunate mm-hmm. um, you know who have quote unquote real problems uh, as opposed to to rich people though I mean rich people obviously also have health issues none of them that we see in this yeah. movie see the sky is pink for more <laughs> talking about rich people health yeah. problems so yeah it was like I, I thought it was a good film that I just did not connect with well we lot. were going to talk about Anand Rajesh Kanan when we got distracted but it does that's it what does, we were talking about no but like we didn't really talk about his portrayal oh like you have to buy into this child license yeah. a wonder thing yeah the when I got interested in him is when you actually hear like, oh, he kind of ran out on a relationship back home yeah. and came here literally the moment that his girlfriend got married or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's kind of running away from that problem, only to find a much bigger problem. And the film never really resolves that. No. 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 But like it resolves it in that he dies. Yeah. You know, the That's, ultimate resolution. Exactly. Like all of your problems are just kind of minuscule by the point that you're in a bed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I did like his conversational strategy of running up to people and just thinking like, oh, I thought you're Marini Lal. We met, uh, you got me drunk on this uh, pier <laughs> one day, and people were like, uh, no, I don't remember that. But it was just him saying like, oh, see that guy over there? I want to meet that guy. Mm. I'll do this little game on him, and look, I made a new friend. That's kind of fun. He does. He, he doesn't pull that on any women. He only does it to men, which is probably for the best. He does go around making friends quite a bit, including Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker. Yeah. Who might actually be the original guy? It was unclear. You think so? Well, he also thinks that Anand is a guy named Jai Chand. Oh, okay. But I wonder if they were both kind of doing the same thing to each other and mm. made a friend that way. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so I think that sums up our thoughts on Anand. I mean, Johnny Walker runs a theater company. This is not very important. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just nice to see him. I like that guy. Yeah, so it was like, it was a good movie. I just, I didn't connect with it. I did fall asleep halfway through. (laughs) Yes, you took a nap. Um, A day-long nap. (laughs) So that brings us to Bombay to Goa, which came out in 1972. It's directed by S. Ramanathan, and it stars Aruna Arani, Amitabh Bachchan, Shatruagan Sinha, and Mahmood. 
It's a remake of a 1966 Tamil film called Madras to Pondicherry. Oh, um, another car ride. Yes, and this film itself has been remade since. It's considered um, Bakshan's first lead role. This is debatable because I think that this is Mahmood's lead role. Yeah, or Aruna Arani. Yeah. Yeah, she she's kind of the driving force. Um, and it was a... Well, uh, really, the guy Sorry. who drives the bus is <laughs> really? the driving force yes. of the film. Yes. Um, and it was a big box office hit. Uh, it has a very kind of simple setup. Aruna Arani uh, wants to be a movie star, so she meets up with a couple thugs who take photos of her. And kind she of, doesn't know they're thugs. She doesn't know they're thugs. And uh, <clears throat> promises, you know, promise, they promise to put her in the movies. Uh, they do send her pictures to, like, a movie magazine. Which freaks out her parents. Which, yeah, her parents get very upset about this and then plan to marry her off as soon as possible. To she, a mystery guy. She doesn't understand why they're coming in the way of her, you know, desire to be a movie star. So she steals a bunch of money and runs away to, you know, these movie producers um, but that's when she discovers that they are thugs. She witnesses a murder, and then she has to run away from that. And so she hops on a bus going to Goa. I will say, very efficient first like two minutes of this movie because it's her open door, walk in, bam, murder, run away, get on a bus, yeah. run, bam. So and then we quick. get the, like the backstory of how she got on the bus. But um, the efficiency there was wonderful. It's very efficient. Yeah. Uh, then it becomes less efficient. <laughs> the majority of the film is. You know, a, a road trip movie of this bus going from mm-hmm. Bombay to Goa and the variety of characters who are on the bus. It's like a trip that you conceivably could do in one day. It's like 11-hour drive. Yeah. We looked it up on Google. So, yeah. it, I mean, it's a long bus ride, but, like, it's not multi-day. Yeah. Uh, Bakchan is Irani's love interest. Um, yeah. So he really does feel secondary to, yeah, Mahmood and... And Arani. <laughs> He's mostly there to wear cool clothes. Yes. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's fine. It's fun. Yeah. I, I, so most of the movie is various vignettes that happen on the bus ride. Yeah. And the various weirdos who are on this bus. Yeah, there's like um, a mother and daughter who... Maybe it's kind of got the hots for the daughter. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a woman who has a chicken. And she... I don't know, kind of hedge witch kind of thing going on. Like they start calling her Kali at one point yeah. if they lose the chicken, and she starts doing spells. She was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Brahmin family where the son is like fat, and they and doesn't have a lot of teeth. He doesn't have a lot of teeth, but like they feed him too much, and eventually they put a a rag in his mouth because he talks too much. Yeah. The the dad of that one, he was the main problem of the bus mm-hmm. he got them in a lot of pro- a lot of problems there's two horny old guys yeah who like are in a irani uh there's like a guy who's asleep the whole time mm-hmm. i liked him <laughs> uh there's a guy with a there's a guy with a guitar do not like uh, that guy yeah did you, it remind you of the guy that brought the guitar to the movie theater this one time yeah did it, you want to see him get kicked off the bus i did you should really like unless you're performing on a stage somewhere you should just never have a guitar. <laughs> um, that should be illegal. Mm-hmm. should be punishable by death, bringing a guitar onto a, a place where people cannot get away from you. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Various gangsters who try and kill Arna Arani. Oh, and the two, the two, uh, the driver and the conductor, mm-hmm. who are Rajesh and Kana, which is interesting <laughs> considering we, we also watched a Rajesh Kana film. Yes, I, yes. And they make a lot of jokes about Rajesh Kana throughout. Yeah, so Mahmood is Kana the conductor 
and Anwar Ali um, is Rajesh, the uh, the bus driver. And Anwar Ali, I believe, is Mahmood's brother. Yes. Yeah, he was trying to He's launch him into brother. the industry. Yeah. And so, Mahmood is like a classic comedy guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what's interesting is like, this is known as Bakchan's first big break, but it was Mahmood trying to launch his brother. <laughs> yeah, and also, it kind of has the feeling of maybe not a vaudeville type thing, but like maybe these guys would have done this act somewhere else. Yeah. Like the Mahmood and his brother. Yeah. Because they have a lot of kind of bits that they do, and it's the sort of thing you could do not in a movie pretty easily, actually. Yeah, Just it's like, almost like an like a like an Abbas Costello type of thing. Like you, yeah, you see, they're nicer to each other. Yeah, they're certainly nicer at, to each other. My comparison is more that they just they kind of seem like a fully formed comedy duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then meanwhile, Amitabh Bachchan shows up and steals <laughs> the steals the career. It's a good it's a good setup for a movie. Um, so Amitabh Bachchan in this movie, he's kind of weird. <laughs> um, he wears a lot of expensive clothes. And it's he, Bing Crosby. Oh, for Bing Crosby, right? Bob Hope and Bing Crosby, the road right. two movies. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he wears a lot of expensive clothes that are, uh, by nowadays standards, very funny. Yeah. Uh, lots of plaids and uh, big sunglasses. A lot of pink and purple too. Yeah. Which yeah. I liked. Um, paisley, so much paisley. And he kind of rocks in at the last minute to save uh, the girl from the gangsters. He also yeah. RKO's somebody during a fairly extended fight scene where all the gangsters get beat up by all the people on the bus. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Um, I mean, all in all, this movie I thought it was kind of passable. I I, I would not have watched it otherwise yeah, if it wasn't for, for this sure. series. But I thought it was really fun. Like it was, it was enjoyable. It was very enjoyable. It's really easy. I like the the, the time capsule aspect of it. Kind of yeah. looking at all the early seventies fashion and makeup. Boy, is that winged eyeliner winged out? Yeah, like it's that's intense winged eyeliner. Even you had to notice that, right? Yeah, I did. Like um, what this movie has over Anand is Anand takes place in maybe like four different sets. Yeah. Like, it's all just people's houses or a hospital. Well, this it's not, is mostly it's, just on the bus. Well, this is mostly on the bus, but you do get lots of outdoor photography of where they're going on the bus. Yeah. And uh, I always like rear projection of buses right. and cars and stuff, so that's kind of fun. It also has just, like, a fun cast of, of characters. Like, none of these... None of these... Characters are like really overly like dynamic or fleshed out. They're all pretty kind of flat archetypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fun comes from from these these the dynamic and the pressure cooker situation yeah. of of being on the bus. People like stock characters of just yeah. like what, what would like an old horny guy do in this situation? Well, I think you'd do this. Yeah, and I think it's only like it's only a little over two hours, or at least the version on Amazon Prime that we watched. I wouldn't want it to be much longer. No, and it just like it it has a really good rhythm. They kind of they set up the the backstory of why Rani is on the bus pretty quickly. Within the first 20 minutes, you know everything about her. Exactly. And then, like, you spend the rest of the time on the bus. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird that this is considered Amitabh Bachchan's first starring role since he feels more of a supporting character. He really does. Yeah. Um, bus breaks down. They have to go get this. The, lots of What do you think of, of the whole problems. snake detour? <laughs> Oh, when they kind of lose fun. the chicken and then they get a snake. Yeah. And the snake is all over the bus. I mean, I learned that if I ever grab a chicken by the neck, I'm going to take a look at it to see if it's not a snake. That seems like a good idea. It, again, like these, these gags feel totally unrealistic. But in, within the fabric of the film, I think they're really fun and, and believable. It's just kind of these, yeah, these over-the-top set pieces. Yeah, and 
You get the kind of tra- travelogue aspect. Yes. You don't see a lot of... You know of, I love a road movie. You don't see a lot of Goa. You see a little bit of Bombay. But yeah. you do see a lot of the, the way there. But we forgot to mention that at one point, in the first half hour or so, they pick up Kishore Kumar. Oh, yeah. It's just like his car broke down. And then he sings the bombigo, bombigo, and then and then they sing that a lot over the course. But it's sort of like in a, uh, um, oh, probably in like a French New Wave movie where it's like, oh yeah, Charles Aznavour is in this universe (laughs) for some reason, and he's going to sing a song for five minutes. Anyway, back to the movie. I I really liked all the song sequences in this film. I think they were they Mm -hmm. were really fun, um, especially Amitabh Bachchan kind of singing on the bus. He also Um, yeah he shows up and takes uh, Arani out into the woods and they frolic around and like everyone on the bus comes and watches <laughs> they're like oh that's nice I also really loved the uh, the swimsuit fashion in this film we're all over the place in our discussions oh film, man there the were swimsuit fashion was great wild swimsuits and it's also like leopard with like these like fishnet cutouts oh, I loved it I also thought it was interesting that the uh, conductor of the bus is apparently able to dispense like bus justice because <laughs> one guy tries to steal a uh, uh, Arani's um, handbag, which is full of money, yeah, and then they catch him. They catch him by turning the sign to go to Bombay yeah. <laughs> and then coming back. And then the guy gets on the bus again. He's like, "What? No, I just left this bus." And then he gets tied to the back of the bus for the rest of the movie. Like, yeah, okay, it, maybe it's like a ship at sea where you can like have various uh, uh, things that you're able to do while you're in charge of a, v- of a vessel. I think we had a lot of fun with this movie. Yeah, it was fun. It's a it's a big, broad comedy, and I we really enjoyed it. I think. Yeah, I mean, having gone backwards through all of these Bachchan films, just seeing his role get less and less important, right? Yeah, has been interesting. But I mean, I think Don was our last one sequentially, and that is a hundred percent full throated. Like, here he is. This is the guy. Yeah, yeah, and this is like he's on the cusp of of what he would eventually become, of of that angry young man persona kind of starting to take shape with Zantir, which comes out the following year. But it's interesting with him, because, like, think of some modern-day heroes, and Bachan is able to do so many different kind of guys. Mm-hmm. Like, he can be a rich playboy, he can be a doctor, he could be a businessman, he can be a gangster. In Banam, I think he was... A gangster. No, he was. He ran a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amarok Anthony, he's a gangster. Millie, he's like a drunk guy. Like he actually has a lot of range in the set of jobs that a tall, like handsome guy can do. Yeah. Because like, think of Varun Dewan possibly. Like, mm-hmm. would you buy him as a doctor? Yes. Yeah. I think he'd have to work a lot harder though. You just put a coat on Bachchan and he walks in a room like, oh yeah, that guy, he's like a he's like a Yeah, doctor. fair enough. I mean Bachchan does have he has that stature. He's so he's tall and he's lanky and he's just kind of immediately imposing. Like you you just respect him regardless of whatever he's trying to do. Yeah, right? that's fair. Um the Titan of Industry, mm-hmm. you know, gangster. Mm-hmm. Everything he puts his he is told to do, you believe it inherently. Whereas I think a lot of other actors have to try a bit harder and wear like more costumes. Yeah, but I do think you know I don't. Maybe, I mean, I love Verinda. By you the way, like Verinda is the. Example, I love Verinda. Verinda I think he has quite a bit of range. Like even though I didn't like October, I think what you see between like Judd. He's a nurse in that one, though, isn't he? No, he's like a guy who fails at hotel school. Oh right, um. <laughs> that classic archetype. <laughs> We all know that guy. Um, but I think the range that you see over films like October, Bud Lapour, and Jed Watu 
um, really kind of show that, like, I kind of think Varun Dwan can do anything he throws at him. Varun Dwan, do- okay, Varun Dwan has the range. Yeah. But I don't think people use it that often. No, and he, he can usually just be like the Raj of the streets, right? Like, yeah. a dancer or a fighter guy or whatever he did in Diwali. He worked in a garage yeah. in Diwali. Like, he could do that effortlessly. Whereas the other ones, he doesn't actually get called to do that that often. Yeah. So supposedly, Javad Akhtar cast Amitabh Bachchan in Zanjir based on this film. Hmm. Now, we haven't seen Zanjir, but we are familiar with Javad Akhtar um, with, you know, and um, Salim Khan, their masala film that would bring about the angry young man, of which Bachchan is the... Um, biggest archetype. The, the biggest, he, he is the angry young man. He's not angry in this one. Yeah. He's kind of like a nice guy. So do you do you see it? Do you see, like... He doesn't even seem that angry when he's fighting off <laughs> six gangsters at once. He does seem like a man. He is a, he is and a man. And young. And young. The angriness maybe comes from punchy people, but, like, it's not in Shole where he's, like, just flat out just pissed off. Yeah. And mad at the system. And this one is just, like... He seems pretty well off, actually, and his parents seem nice. I wonder if it's more of a like physical presence because again, it could be. that's I mean, and that's what you were trying to say. Like, put a lab coat on him, and he looks like a doctor. Yeah. Put him a gun in his hand, and he looks like a gangster. Gangster. He just has that kind of he's a effortless chame- he's physical. He's a chameleon, although he presence. is like seven feet tall and super like distinctive looking. Yeah. But like, you just buy it. Yeah. So I think we recommend like. Bombay to go if you just want like a fun comedy, but if don't you... go if you want to like Amitabh Bachchan like super extravaganza because yeah. he's not in it that much. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of surprising. Yeah, um, I guess he gets like is he considered like this is his first lead role because he's like he's the, the love romantic interest? hero. Yeah, yes, yeah. I love Vernon Dwan by the way. Don't don't get me wrong. I think he's great. And I know you do. Yeah, I was you just, just say... really derailed my thought process. I know, I know, but it's just like. Um, I think he has to try harder to, yeah. like, be a sexy blacksmith or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who fights bulls in a movie that seems like a fever dream. The further and further away I get from it, I, I am. All right. Well, we've now seen... We've got to the sexy bullfighting. Some of Amitabh Bachchan's earliest roles. So we've covered... 1971 to what was it 78 78 it seems unlikely that we'll be able to do 69 and 70 without like massive fan interest if you really want us (laughs) to watch Bombay Talkie and you know if someone has a way of us watching Sat Hindustani and understanding what's going on or the Marino Sen film we do it but like I'm much more interested in 79 on but I do want to keep doing this and I don't want to wait two years (laughs) okay I promise uh, we don't have to wait Two years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think we're getting into like the prime cuts as of 79. Yeah. 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 But I think before we pick the, up this series again, um, we do need to do another episode in our Neil Kapoor series. Mm-hmm. Um, but neither of those are next week. Mm-hmm. And by next week, I mean two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. What's two weeks from now, Matt? Well, in the spirit of a certain Korean film, basically dominating film discourse since it came out, really. Yeah. Like it's... Since cons. Yeah. But Parasite has owned 2019, really. Yeah. Um, we're going to be looking at some uh, Korean adaptations into Hindi film. Yeah, some Bollywood remakes of South Korean films. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe the three that we've selected are Jazba, Ek Villain, and Teen. 
Uh, so I think that should be an interesting conversation. Is that teen as in three or as in teenager? As in three. Okay. There's a three, like seven. So it's oh. like T-E-3-N. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're all kind of in the twisty thriller vein. Um, that's not, you know, like all of South Korean cinema's output. And they all came um, out in a pretty close time frame, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they make a lot of different kinds of movies in South Korea. They make comedies. They make a lot of great romantic comedies. Uh, some of the rom-coms and the comedies have been remade in Bollywood, but we decided to kind of stick with these thrillers um, because Parasite is in that vein. That is a lot of what kind of foreign film fans know about South Korean cinema. Yeah. And also it just kind of creates a nice little package. Yeah. Yeah. So, that'll be in a couple weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? Well, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Lovers. Check us out on Tumblr, tumblr.com slash Lovers. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter at BollywoodPod. I'm at Matt underscore B-O-W-E-S. I'm Matt Erinie Fraser, E-R-N-E-F-R-A-S-E-R. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We will re- read our reviews on air, and if you want us to watch a movie or request an episode and you put it in that review we will do our best to uh, get to it and get to it soon so yeah. we're going to be doing Dipper Car Banerjee after our South Korean episode mm-hmm. uh, while you're over on Apple Podcasts you can subscribe to my other show that I do weekly with Paul Matwichak called Trash Friend the Movies we just recorded an episode about obsessive friendships that turned fatal so we discussed Blame Misty for me and The Cable Guy I'm- do they sleep together in The Cable Guy too? Of course, no, oh, okay. they don't. Oh, they right. don't. They don't. But Jim Carrey like hires a hooker for uh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So kind of like like a proxy thing. Yeah, I'm sure everyone will enjoy that episode. Uh, yeah. So that's all I have. Yeah. Oh, and we would like to thank Becca Dalkey for our artwork. We love Tuffy. He's yeah. A good boy. If you like these bachans, let us know. We'll watch more. We'll do it more often. The bachan episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And the Kapoor's. Yeah. And any other one who you think would be a good, like, recurring series. Yeah. We just, you know, we want to balance out our little, like, pep project series with other episodes. And the balancing act sometimes means that it took us two years. It means I'm sorry, that it Matt. took us two years. I didn't realize it had been so long. I'm sorry. Time flies. Yeah. When you're making podcasts. It's true. Anyway, Bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.